I'm Robert Bexley, managing partner at the law firm of Bexley & Deloach, nonprofit legal professionals located in downtown Lawrenceville. We possess the skill and expertise to provide a wide range of legal services to all of Georgia's amazing nonprofit and faith-based organizations. Bexley & Deloach is here to make our services work for your charitable purpose. If your nonprofit requires any legal assistance, please contact us at 770-689-6006 or go to www.bexleydeloach.com. Hello and welcome to Giving Back to Gwinnett on Business Radio X. Giving Back to Gwinnett highlights the wonderful nonprofit organizations that serve our community. This show is presented by the law firm of Bexley and Deloche. Convenience, affordability, and peace of mind. Bexley and Deloche is on your side. Hire a skilled attorney for your legal needs today. Did you know that there are over 4,000 wonderful nonprofits in the area? Our hope is that you will be touched by their mission and their impact so you too will want to be involved. I'm your host, Tom Sheldon. We are coming to you live from the Subaru Gwinnett Studio inside the beautiful Sonesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. Now, let's meet some amazing people. Hello, amazing people. Morning. Good morning, Tom. Gentlemen, how are you? Wonderful. And you? Oh, I'm always good. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, with me today is Mr. Mike Maloney and Mr. Jamie Hamilton of Special Needs Schools of Gwinnett. I already said hell, hello and welcome, so we'll, we're past that. Gentlemen, tell me a little bit about yourselves, a little bit about uh, Special Needs School. You can fight over who goes first. I don't mind. Perfect. So Special Needs Schools of Gwinnett, we're located in Lawrenceville, and we've been educating uh, young adults and students with special needs for over 32 years. Um, it's a wonderful place. We've had a lot going on here in the last year and are excited to share a little bit about that today. Mike, how about you? I'll just maybe get on top of what Jamie was saying here. Um, special needs schools been in, in the area helping and serving our community for over 30 years. Um, I was lucky enough to get involved with the school about three years ago. And um, in that time, uh, we've uh, been able to take the school um, from single wide trailers to um, a brand new building and, and actual school building that we just opened. Nice. Um, so that's uh, up and running full of enrollment with a wait list at this point. And our goal would be to eventually grow the campus so we can serve more children in the, in the uh, Gwinnett County area. So you said over 30 years. First of all, congratulations. Thank you. I, I, I always have a philosophy. I'm sure it's flawed, but if anything lasts for 30 years, you're either really good at it or you really got them fooled. Well, we had I'm a, thinking this is the first half of that. <laughs> well, Jamie and I cannot take credit for the first 30 years. We're hoping to have an impact on the next 30 years. Absolutely. Um, but uh, we've had two wonderful founders in uh, Bev Bailey and Eleanor Trotter, um, who actually started with just a couple students in a paint closet. Wow. And uh, that grew to uh, over 50 students, um, which were they were basically maxed out at space. Um, you know, and space is such a critical part of, of the school because every student's on an individualized lesson plan, right. um, which may be different than walking into a school and getting a curriculum. Exactly. So if, if student A walks in 
and you know we're gonna we're gonna work on our ABCs. If they can go to a, you know A through Z in the first three months, then we're gonna keep moving with them. Mm-hmm. If student B can only go from A to M the whole year, then we're gonna work with them to make sure that that they can do that and work at their speed. So um, space, everybody's working on a little bit of a different level, possibly a different subject. Um, so you know once they maxed out in the uh, facilities they had previously um we're really unable to serve the you know the thousands of kids that that really need that level of education um so it's been uh it's been a wonderful uh learning experience and opportunity to give back to the community i I noticed on your website i was doing some show prep amazing website by the way gentlemen very very awesome website very easy to navigate a lot of great information but it, it something that jumped out at me was that students don't have to fit into the classes the classes are fit to the student correct that that first of all that that's probably why you're still on top after 30 years quite honestly but that that's i would say it's constant evolution it it has to be almost liquid for what these 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 students need yeah absolutely most of the students that come to the school uh have have tried the public school system and they do a great job in gwinnett county uh, but they find it's it's a little bit too big sometimes it moves a little bit too fast and it's not individualized enough and so when they come into special needs schools, those teachers are working with them, like Mike said, on a one-on-one level. Everything is custom to that student. They work with the families. They do what they need to do to get the most out of that individual. And so um, that's something that's been a point of pride for us for a long time and really is a, a big you know, differentiator between what we do and, and what others attempt to do in this space. Is, is there anything that specific that has really, truly changed in the last 30 years, other than COVID-19? We'll talk about that in a second. But mm. it, it, the evolution of 30 years definitely today is different than it was 30 years ago. Is there anything specific? I think the reason that the, um, that the school has been so successful is because it truly is all about the kids. The tuition is low. Uh, it's a it's non-for-profit. Um, it, it truly was built on... on blood sweat tears and love a lot of love and um that's the basis of it and you know jamie and i came in at a point where it had basically maxed out you know of what they could do from a space standpoint and um we're just we're just a little further down the road looking you know and how we can again make the campus larger make the facilities better pay the teachers better Sure. Um, you know, we, we want to elevate every part of, of that program because they just they, the kids deserve it. The teachers deserve it. And, you know, you can only run a place on love for so long. That's true. But That's true. as we grow, we are all committed, the board um, and the teachers to never lose that piece of, of what got us there. That will always be our foundation. Right. Um, so, you know, that that's not going to get lost as we grow and, and build nice facilities. It still will be the core of what we do. Yeah, don't lose sight of where you've been and where you're going. It's it's worked for 32 years. Don't change too much, I guess. Correct. I'm with you on that. All right, let's let's talk about the COVID-19. Obviously, we're talking about 30 years ago, and I was trying to think what I was doing 30 years ago, and I quit thinking real quick about it. Uh, <laughs> I would imagine you have new protocols in place, especially with the new facility, protecting health, easing minds. You've got a lot on your plates doing that, gentlemen. Yeah, we do. Uh, So we were fortunate enough to welcome our students back about a week ago. Um, Obviously, the new building gives us a lot of advantages. Is that in person? Yes. So we're back in person education, face-to-face education. Um, With the small class sizes, we've even before COVID, uh, we have no more than 10 students in any classroom. So that provides us a lot of advantages and lets us, you know, provide a safer environment. 
The brand new building uh, is, is outstanding. Uh, it's, it's clean, we're keeping it clean. We've got a lot of standards in place to keep it that way. Uh, our wonderful partners at Mitsubishi Electric Train, uh, HVAC uh, has, in the process of construction donated some amazing equipment. Uh, each classroom and each space is its own dedicated HVAC system. Wow. So if there were ever a child in that classroom or a teacher who were sick, that air is never going anywhere else in that classroom. So that just gives us another layer of protection and security uh, on top of all of the other policies and procedures and, and, and new things in place to keep everybody health and, uh, healthy and, and safe. Uh, we really feel confident we're providing the safest environment we possibly can. That goes a long way to, to providing some peace of mind for parents and, and of course, the, the teachers, the students, I guess all the staff. And I think that was a big uh, reason why we saw our, um, our enrollment spike the way it did mm-hmm. uh, when Gwinnett announced that they were going to do digital. And then we were... I was about to ask you. We yeah. were another option. Um, certainly not a, a slam dunk for anybody, but when they came out, we were able to explain our protocols, um, you know, show them the HVAC system, which is, you know, I mean, that that's just, you know, you don't find that anywhere else no, right now. No, it's almost unheard of. Really and, and so, you know, we're, we're prepared and we've got uh, systems in place. And, you know, I think that it would be... Um, I think it would be unrealistic if we thought we could get through, you know, a whole school year, you know, and, and, and not have some sort of issue somewhere along the way, whether Absolutely. it's flu, whether it's coronavirus, whatever it might be. Um, but we're prepared to handle that and we're, we're being very proactive and, you know, uh, and, and also being very um, forward with our parents, you know, if we do have an incident and, and communicating. Everyone on the same page. It's, oh, that's so important. It sounds like you have some, some amazing donors and they're making huge impacts. Talk about some of the donors over the years, or not just now, but in the, in the past. I imagine there's been a, 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 quite a laundry list of amazing donors. Well, you know, I, I think I'll, I'll, I'll touch back on Mitsubishi Electric Train, uh, HVAC here, um, that's, that's right here in Duluth. They've been amazing partners for the school uh, for many years. That then turned into um, connecting uh, the school with the Mitsubishi Electric Classic, uh, TPC Sugarloaf, the PJ Tour Champions event, um, and making the school one of its uh, benefiting charities. Oh, that's amazing! Um, so, those two relationships, um, you know, have have kind of taken us down a different road. Prior to that, it was it was mostly just you know parents, grandparents, aunts, uncles, um, you know, really grassroots type type thing. So, um, that's uh, those, those big relationships have allowed us to get into um, the the business world and and that's what Jamie is is kind of spearheading for us right now. We've got a pretty big loan on that school, um, so it's uh, but, but not on the HVAC systems. Not on the no, HVAC systems. That's, that's awesome. Um, but uh, so we yeah we're we're hitting the we're hitting the streets uh, pretty hard right now and um, certainly COVID has has presented some challenges for that. But um, you know there there are some really easy ways for businesses or individuals to help um and and you know i'll let jamie kind of talk a little bit about the gasso program that we've been really uh pushing of late yeah jamie i was about to ask you about that tell us about that i think it's 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 quite easy for local businesses to get involved really quick but i I don't i don't want to step on that go for it man no you're absolutely right (laughs) so uh, gasso stands for the georgia student scholarship organization and so it's a program that's offered within the state of georgia where any Georgia taxpayer from anyone that's filing an individual claim, married, small businesses, or even large corporations can essentially allocate a portion of their tax liability to provide scholarships at private schools like ours. 
And uh, like Mike said, we've always been uh, very prideful of the fact that our tuition is quite low. We want to make sure that um, any family that is in need of our services is able to come to the special needs schools. And uh, sometimes families need a little extra help. So it's something that's always been a need of ours. Uh, in this COVID world, we know that that's only going to continue to grow. And as we welcome new students, it's going to be a more important part of what we have available. And so this program provides a really easy way for anybody to participate. So what you basically do is you go onto their website and you make a pledge. Uh, they have listed out how much you can pledge based on your filing type. Right. Uh, it's quickly within a matter of weeks reviewed and approved by the Department of Revenue. And once that's happened, you're given the all clear to go ahead and fund that donation. And so it's something that my wife and I have done. It was quick. Uh, we got that word back right away. We immediately funded that donation, and it went right to the school to start funding scholarships. Uh, the 1st of January, we'll get a tax credit in the mail, and when we file, we'll use that and get every single dollar back. So right. in a time where people and businesses who want to be charitable and they want to help and make an impact, maybe COVID has, has made them be a little bit more cautious or uh, restricted how much they can go out and, and help support, it's one of the really rare instances where you can create a tremendous amount of positive change and do it at a net zero cost. You get every single dollar back and opportunities like that really just don't come along. And as we've been out and started sharing that with people, uh, they love it. There's some people that love the element that they can make an impact and there's some that go, wait, I can tell the government how to spend my tax dollars. <laughs> That's the part I like, but yeah. we won't get into that. So <laughs> regardless of the, of the motivation, uh, it's easy to use. It really creates a lot of change. And for anyone who wants to make an impact, who has uh, a liability, a tax liability in the state of Georgia, it's an absolute no-brainer. That's awesome. Uh, Google it. Go to the IRS website. Well, it's uh, so their website is georgiassso.com. So Georgia Student Scholarship Organization. Georgiassso.com. Okay. And uh, when you go to that website, there's there's two options. So there are still funds available for 2020. So. Anyone in this fiscal year who has a liability, um, which is almost everybody, yeah. um, and, and wants to put that to, to work, you can do that now. Uh, you can also uh, pre-pledge for 21. So what a lot of our donors will go on, and, and, and they'll, they'll go ahead and, and pledge for this year, and they'll just go ahead and, and pre-register for next year as well. So um, if you're going to be made whole, uh, it makes it really easy for it to be an annual contribution, something that you essentially turn on. Yep. And then just let it go to work, and year over year, it keeps making an impact. It sounds easy. sounds painless. It Bus is. Business owners like that. It is. And, uh, you know, particularly small business owners, anyone who's an S corporation, mm -hmm. they can give $10,000 a year through that program. Wow, that much. And That's so awesome. it's a substantial amount, and, and relative, you know, to, you know, what our needs are at the school, that, that tackles a good chunk of it. So um, it's one of the things that if an individual wants to give $1,000, it's going to help change a student's life. And if a C corporation who wants to give up to 75% of their annual liability, whatever that number may wow. be, that's, it makes it impressive. makes a big impact. So um, it's, it's really cool that anyone, big or small, can use it, and it all does the same great things. We were actually very lucky just recently. Um, Mayor Electric stepped up. And um, as you might imagine, their tax liability is quite large, mm -hmm. um, being a C corp and um, they donated a, a large amount of money to the school and you know it was going somewhere anyway right they just said we wanted to go to the school they, they were going to pay it anyway exactly um so we're we're looking to open some more doors in that world because of how simple it is mm -hmm. and, and as jamie said it's a net zero out of pocket uh, now are there any key areas of, of needs that that the schools schools are, are experiencing yeah so we're always going to start with space 
Of course, um, there's of course. a there's a big need in this county and out of this county. We've got some some of our students drive an hour and a half each way to get there. Wow. Yeah. Um, again, because of affordability, um, and and so we're always going to start with space. And we've designed the new schools where we can add on classrooms at a time. Um, so we 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 were we didn't want to get too big too fast. Right. Um, we want to make sure that we can still continue. Like I said, stick with that basis of individualized, a lot of love, a lot of care for the students. Um, but we knew that there was a need and we'd need to grow. So we've designed it in a way we can do that. Secondly, therapy rooms. Um, we have one now. Um, we probably need more as the school grows. Sure. Um, and, you know, the the different, um, um, I don't want to say tools, but, you know, things that you need for that room, the, the mm -hmm. amenities. Um, sure. And then we'd love to do uh, like an indoor uh, sporting kind of facility a gymnasium of gymnasium some type, yeah. yeah so that yeah. we can you know we can get the kids out and keep them active you know when the weather's not good right now we can get them outside we've got a playground mm -hmm. uh, we've got a basketball court but you know it's just again like everything else it's just not up to the level that they that they deserve quite honestly Absolutely. so um, we'd love to get them get them some more space there and we've got a five-year and a 10-year plan of what we'd like to do and, and you know Jamie and I have talked even about you know additional campuses possibly if we you know can 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 get this the, thing moving. the model works yeah it'll work anywhere yeah and it's to piggyback on mike's point so we know the demand is there um, not long ago the department of education uh, broke down and this is a, a, a survey across the entire u.s um, but what what it meant for gwinnett county is they estimated there was about twenty thousand school-aged children in this county with a special need wow we're serving just over 70 right now um, and there's not many other schools doing what we're doing. And wow. so we know that there is a tremendous amount of need out there. And with this new building and all of the new things we're bringing to the table, as people become aware of it, we know that they're going to go, this is such a better option for my child. This is somewhere they need to be. So, um, you know, we've got, we're, we're walking before we're running, but we know that as this gets out there and people learn about it and know all the wonderful things that are happening, that it's going to be something that we need to continue to grow and expand and, and do more. Um, and so down the line, that's where we want to go. One of the other big things that, you know, when I'm out talking about the school and sharing what our needs are is we've got this wonderful new building and we do have a lot of good resources, but we want to elevate sort of what's available to both the teachers and the students inside the classrooms. Right. And so whether that's additional technology, uh, more uh, purpose-driven furniture and resources and all art, music therapy, all the things that take a good educational experience and make it a great one. Yeah. And so we want to make sure we've got seven classrooms right now, plus the therapy rooms and some other spaces that every one of those spaces has all the tools, all the resources, and is, is creating what we're going to have be our standard going forward, which is the best possible educational experience. And so once we can, we can accomplish that, that's going to be the, the bar for us going forward. And everything we do will be measured against that. And we will always keep that standard in place. So um, we've, we're excited both for what we can do now to help make it better for the students that are in that building and what we can do going forward to make sure we can serve more of them. You've got a great plan in place. You really do. All right, so you always need uh, donors, poten potential donors. How do they get a hold of, hold of you, and how can they support SNS? So, you know, of course, our website and our Facebook uh, page are great tools. You know, okay. we're actively sharing information on both of those. The website does feature... Um, some information about you know what we are most in need of um, of course i would suggest that they reach out to me uh, j.m.hamilton at specialneedsschools.org um, there are some donors that come in with a very specific 
uh, area that they like to support or a cause that's near and dear to their heart. There's some that come in and say, I just want to make an impact for wherever it's going to be best for you. Right. Um, we've got a lot of options, but at the same time, uh, we're, we can work on you know any anything that is close to someone's heart. And uh, we've got a lot of needs and a lot of great causes. Um, and we would love to have conversations with anybody who wants to help us tackle those. That sounds awesome. Now, what is that website? Uh, so we are specialneedsschools.org. Gotcha. Schools with an S. Schools with an yeah, S. Plural. Needs with an S, schools with an S. I, I caught that right away when I was going over notes. Yeah, and then on Facebook, we are SNS of Gwinnett, or just search Special Needs Schools of Gwinnett, and, and you'll find our page. I got you. I got you. Yeah. Everyone go to Facebook right now and... I guess if you're old like me, you still use Facebook. That's okay. Like like their page, please. Keep up with them. Nice job, gentlemen. Any other pearls of wisdom we need to know about that the host didn't ask you about, which uh, is always possible? You know, I just when, when Jamie was talking about um, some of the things that we're doing from a technology and Chromebooks and, you know, whiteboard TVs and, and those sorts of things, you know what the number one thing the high school kids were most excited about? There's no telling. Lockers. Ah. That they would have their own lockers in the hallway. I could see that. So, you know, while we've got great plans for, for down the road, I mean, where this school has come over the last few years um, from, from the conditions for the, the students and the, the environment, for the teachers, um, you know, we're up and running and we're just looking for, you know, forward to, to, to grow upon that. But they're, they're in a great spot right now. Good deal. Yeah. Good deal. I love it. And I would, I would echo even, you know, with – sort of the needs list something simple that most people don't ever have to think about is we have a lot of students that are nonverbal on the autism spectrum or have another special need that limits their ability to you know communicate with others around them something like ipads and speech software you don't put much thought to it but that's the tool for that student to be able to communicate with their friends with their with their teachers uh and you know it's something like that really opens up a whole new world for that individual and um, one of the more humbling things that I've been a part of in a long time, and we went through our, our scholarship application process uh, late spring and, and over the summer to prepare for this year, is some of the just essays and statements that, that families made. And they talked about how uh, they, maybe it was the first year their child had attended the school last year. And they saw their child again for the first time in a long time. That. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe the public schools or maybe life had just they'd kind of regressed and retreated within themselves and the 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 fun and the love and the personality that that young child used to have they hadn't seen in a long time and we talk a lot about about the academic perspective of what we do but a lot of it's that social and personal development that's why bringing those kids back and being able to do in-person education was so important that you know they're there to learn but they're there to build themselves as an individual uh, be a more contributing member of their families, develop in a lot of ways. And so uh, when, you, when you see a parent uh, say, I sent my child to this school and he flourished in ways that I never imagined and I got to see his personality again, that's, I mean, that's ultimately what we're really trying to do here. And it's, it's great to see that. Give me that website one more time. Specialneedsschools.org and SNS of Gwinnett on Facebook. Awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, he's Mike. He's Jamie. These guys are awesome, and, and the things that they're accomplishing and, and the things that they do helping children with special needs is amazing. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having us. Thank you very much for having us. Please don't be a stranger to Business Radio X. We will not. It's one of our favorites. This show has been presented by Bexley and Deloach. 
for convenience, affordability, and peace of mind, visit BexleyDeloach.com. That's B-E-X-L-E-Y-D-E-L-O-A-C-H.com. I'm Tom Sheldon, and you've been listening to Giving Back to Gwinnett on Business Radio X. Music.